Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I have an old friend here with me who I have known for, I don't even know how many years now, back since. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute, but we've known each other for years and years. And it's been so fun to get to see her journey and everything she's gotten to do. I have Bobia Ray here with me and I'm going to let her introduce herself and all the coolness that she is and all the incredible things she gets to do. Thank you so much for having me, Danielle. I'm thrilled to be here. I think you're doing some incredible work. So uh, yeah, I'll get started. So my name is Bavia. I recently launched a business called Inelegancies. And this uh, business is a membership community for all kinds of solo artists, creators, founders, leaders who are prioritizing their mental health and well-being. That's like the core facet that kind of brings us all together. And it was born out of my own personal story with ADHD and it exists to remind these trailblazers who are out there that are suffering from a lot of these mental health issues themselves that they're never truly alone and they have a community that they can back to. And if they are working alone, then they can also have me as uh, someone who can help and consult them. So I help a lot of people who are in there beginning stages with their businesses. So I essentially am a business that helps people build their businesses. So if you need operations help, if you need marketing help, if you need yeah. graphic design, some uh, and something even just like on the personal end where you just need someone to be your habit tracker and accountability person, that's yeah. how I'm starting out and helping people. So I have this two-tier kind of business where one side is the uh, consulting side and one side is more of the community side. But the whole point is to bring these people together and make them not feel so alone it's like a club outside of like college or high school you know it's so where we all can do it so other than that um i'm also getting the chance to promote this at the white house next month with mtv at the uh first mental health youth action forum uh that's ever happened so that's going to be interesting so that's uh that's where i'm at right now yeah i went to into chapel hill and yeah. Now I have uh, gotten started with this business after working at Amazon for a year and uh, Under Armour as well before that. So yeah, we fun. are, we're rivals in the state of North Carolina, essentially from where we went to college, even yes. though for 10 years, we've like, we're rivals. Um, so oh, it's so fun. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always love it though. Like anytime I'm over there, I'm I'm always having a great time. To be honest, so many of my wonderful friends are from there, so it would make sense that you're from there too. So yeah, yeah. No, no hard feelings, I guess. <laughs> it's so funny because there is a, our or where we went to high school. It it was a huge amount of people went to NC State. A huge amount went to ECU, yeah. UNC, and then you yeah. have like. Gamecocks and everything, but it is we all come back and we're like we all went to Panther Creek. We're yes, all we did. <laughs> if I get North Carolina, you definitely know that you've got your squad people. You'll you catch them at like Andios one day, or you'll you'll go and like go yeah. to Good, uh, Good Berries or whatever that's because yeah, that's yes. called like yes. you'll always see your your Panther Creek fan around. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Yeah, it's always one of those like uh, a high school reunion is going to be yeah. so interesting for our class. Oh my gosh, yes. Is that happening soon? I need to be there. I, sure. think, I think it's, it should, what are we, 10 years, almost 10 years? In the yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we have a few more years, but we're close. Yeah. It makes me feel so incredibly old. It's seriously, I'm like, I think I have a lot more work I need to be doing before I feel like worthy enough to be at a reunion and like I'm proud of who I am there. We'll walk see. in, walk in like a damn boss, like you own the place is kind of just how you want to walk in and just I will if you will. I will if you will. We'll we'll go in there together. That'll be fun. 
I know I'm like it makes me feel so old but I'm like at the same time I'd be like it's it would be so interesting just to see where everybody is we see see some of it from social but we uh we only see a glimpse so right but you do I guess like do a good part of that even just like bring people back on this podcast so I guess you're, you're having a reunion of sorts yes 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 a ma- just a, sm- a little small part of it I, I like our graduating class was yeah massive we were sitting yeah. there for so long yeah honestly it's, it's really cool to see how yeah. much honestly happens like after yeah. that point because like up till high school like I was a really like I was a pretty normal like student I didn't really have a lot of issues and then like yeah. My, when I first like I can just get into like a little bit of my story yeah like right now yeah. like when after like I graduated from high school like my first two years at Carolina were like a disaster they were completely really? like my first like I failed 10 classes my first two years of college and it was it's something that no like a lot of people just don't know about me whatsoever yeah. and it was something that I kept very um to myself because I felt like an imposter being at the school in the first place I was like I don't even know how I got in I mean I worked hard earlier in like high school and whatnot but I never really felt like fully deserving of anything that I had like gotten and I had a weird story about getting into UNC in the first place and so when once it got to college I was like I didn't believe in ADD I was like this is like not a real thing I was like no one like really has this I didn't really think it was something that people dealt with and like I like started to look into it after the first year passed and I got like A's and F's on my transcript and I was like all right this is a little bizarre because I'm like getting A's and everything that I'm interested in and F's and everything I'm just like it felt like I was like just not putting enough effort in or I just wasn't like I don't know like working hard enough and I was like I used to be able to do this stuff like I don't know why I just can't do it I would try really hard I'll go to the library I'd like watch other people do work and I would like cry because I can find like a place to sit and focus and work and it just like wouldn't make sense to me why I wasn't able to get a lot of these things together and like after a year passed I was like okay like we really need to start fixing this problem and that's when I started to like go and um see whether like medication would help and I thought like that was something that like my my family thankfully like my parents were like willing to even go down that route I know that that is such a privilege to even have support in that area and I was like because they were just like well we don't really know about this but if anything will help like fine it might help like well we just want to support you with that so I was great even then um so then I like started like summer classes and like those weren't great I got like three A's and three different classes but it was summer school and it was it's very different than like real school and the misconception that I had is that like medication was about to like fix all my problems which was it couldn't have been further from the truth so a lot of the same problems happened sophomore year and a lot of those things like really got like super difficult still because I was like I there's a part where there was like the mental like mental deficits and things that just weren't really like aligning with the way that like the structure of school should go and then there's like the self-accountability part where you kind of have to be like if I'm not going to be my own savior, like no one's going to be. And I have to make sure that I'm stepping up and doing the work that I need to do to make sure that I'm like, not like failing in every aspect of my life, not just school, right? There's school, then there's friends and there's families and there's like commitments that you have with work and uh, organizations. And I was just like, on every area, I just felt like I was a zero. And I was like, this is just not working out. I'm like, so depressed. And this is just, I just couldn't see like the light at the end of the tunnel. But like, at some point, once that year ended, I was like, 
this can go so many different ways and I just don't want this to end up in me dropping out because I just like feel like there's no other route and that's when I really started to like try to focus on one area at a time I was like okay let's just work on just school first and just like leave the organizations leave try I had to like work through a lot of different stuff and then like junior came around and then I'm like okay like we're like creating our major now we're not going to try and fit ourselves into something that was made for us so like that was a big change because I called it like business multimedia it was like business economics journalism management classes and I like I'd taken a lot of them beforehand so I was like okay I'm just gonna do that and then like I I got to craft it um with my uh like academic advisor yeah yep. like you can also imagine like what your gpa is like after failing some classes because it's like not eligible it's like at that point you're like not even supposed to be in school so like i was a part-time student and it was, this was something i was so upset about because i'm like i just i was like how am i even going to be like showing my face anywhere yeah. like everyone's gonna know i'm part-time student like, Fabio, yeah. like literally we just take two classes and you can be on campus you can be doing all the same normal things that you were yeah. doing. I had such an incredible like student retention team at UNC Chapel Hill I got to work with that like helped me feel so normal about this. I started therapy, I lost like 30 pounds. Like there was just a lot that happened that like junior yeah. year first semester that started to really change the gears because like once I had that time to not have a full-time course load and just figure out what was not working and like fix my work ethic as well as work on the like consistent medication, healthy diet, just all these kinds of things that were adding to the problem that I wasn't really addressing. Like I really started to like become a like better person mentally, physically, emotionally. So I was like, there were just so many insights happening all at that same time. I remember interviewing with Under Armour at that point and I'm like, y'all, like, you know what this GPA is looking like. This is my major GPA though. This is like something I'm, I'm going a new direction. I'm trying. And I was like, I tried to be as transparent as possible with them and they gave me the internship, which was like a huge confidence booster for me. Cause I'm like, I was like down bad, girl. I was like so yeah. down bad. So I was like, if they like, I, that was the semester things started to change, but I was like, all like I could think about was like how many people like have to deal with this stuff and just don't make it out and just don't get where they like need to go with this or want to go with this or they, like flunk out or they just yeah. don't think they can succeed and they don't have all these resources and I'm like I can help people get there like I can help yeah. those people yeah. who are dealing with that stuff like find their route I know that my specific journey isn't going to be someone yeah. else's to a T and it doesn't not like need to be you know but yeah. it just starts with being able to be okay to ask for help and realize that your journey is personalized to you and yes you can graduate on time with one credit to spare and make it work with two extra minors in there too like yeah. <laughs> and, you know get a job at freaking amazon it was it was very weird so i think that it, like what i really like like to caution about telling that story is like it can seem like this whole like rags to riches like oh mental health like i wasn't successful and now i'm successful at managing it like yeah. no it's an ongoing battle mental health is very Absolutely. very difficult to deal with and like I think you just have to find the route that works for you. And so yeah. that is what I try to help people do now in the, in yeah. the business. So I think I think a couple points to what you were saying is the first what hit me was the interest in the classes, like the stuff you're not interested in in college classes, like if you're not interested in languages or any of those, like the basic stuff you're doing, 
you're not going to want to study for it. You're not going to want to be interested in it. It's the stuff that you're super passionate about. So like passionate in business and whatever it may be, wherever your creativity is. I was like, I was like, that was totally me because when I got to my junior and senior years at NC State, I was like, okay, I'm kind of like in the field working and that's like, I'm actually doing something and not, you know what I mean? Like, what'd you study? Uh, marketing. I'm, I got my bachelor's in marketing, but you know what I mean? Like when you're passionate, when you get that, that's when you get excited about it and that's when you want to do it. But like, it's hard. (laughs) It's It's quite difficult. I mean, there's so much that's made to weed people out quote unquote, and you know, it works. And then you think that you might may or may not be uh, capable to go down a certain field because of certain classes. And it's such a, it's strange because like, there's a there's a certain element of like you know you need to have some foundational concepts to learn um certain totally. fields and other and there is just some i yeah. don't know majors that are structured better better than other majors and it just gets so complex that i just like have trouble making blanket statements about about it all but like what i really understood is like i just needed to carve a path for myself where i wasn't constantly comparing myself to what i should be doing or needed yeah. to be doing because I'd done it for two years. I, well, I'd done it for all of my, you know, K-12 before that, I'm sure too. Yeah. And like, I just felt like there was like, I always felt like I was code switching constantly to fit yeah. into what somebody else needed me to be. And like junior year, first semester, like that 2017, 2018 kind of time was like when I first felt like, okay, I might have the chance to really be individually yeah. who I like I'm supposed yeah. to be and not feel apologetic about that. And like, I think it was bizarre because like I just as an older kid too like as um the old three um and being like a first, second first gen yeah. second gen whatever you want to call it, like uh immigrant like I was born in India but I moved here day before I turned one yeah. like it was just it's strange because your parents grow up in a way and you're like I'm always I was always constantly like yeah. fighting with them up, up with stuff like when I was younger I was like I don't know, like, they would be, like, Wi-Fi would shut off at, like, 11 p.m. Like, I was never allowed to go out, like, with friends, yeah. and this is high school, this is pandemic, yeah. girl, like, I was, like, yeah. not allowed, like, I was never out in public, yeah. like, I would just, like, keep my head down and do my work, and it was just, like, ah, oh, can I just, like, go to prom, please, and it was just, like, so they were just really strict with me, and, like, but later, like, it really just, like, it's interesting, because, like, our relationship has improved, and gone like so yeah. much, so much better because we just have so much more empathy for each other now because if yeah. you think about it like we're like what like if they were in their 20s when they got married like early 20s and like had an arranged marriage and then chose to like leave their home country for like a new place that they knew nothing yeah. about and like you know if you think about it like why would you like re- release all the values that you've made yeah. in your youth and like your home country for a new country that you don't yeah. even understand yet and put those new values on your kid like it yeah. just doesn't make sense like you're you're going to start attached to it right so like it took me some time to like accept that and understand that like about my family and my parents and I was like you know like you just gotta start with empathy you gotta start with being kind and like letting like yeah. letting everyone have their own like journey into like making mistakes and failures and being okay with embracing failures like yeah. that's really like my whole philosophy because I'm very like pro failure and you're not really failing until you've decided yeah. not to like try anymore yeah. you know yes absolutely and I think it's so hard because I think we deal with it a lot today and we I talk about this all the time 
is that our parents were raised in a different generation where different things happen. And for you, I, once again, growing up in India and things like that, your parents had a completely different world that they were living in. You know what I mean? Like we have to fight on a daily basis with people who grew up just differently than us. And, um, I think it's, I think it's becoming, it's becoming a little bit more, I don't know about it's, it, things are changing where it's a little bit more like flexible, but we still have those arguments with people that they're like, no, this is not how we did things in our day. And I'm like, well, welcome to our day. This is our time. Baby, let's go. We're ready to get what's ours. We're ready to get barriers torn down and make society a lot better than than it has been. And yes, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of people against that but like that's why I think the the youth voice is so strong and so important right now like I'm really like excited to be at this forum next month because of it too because like it's it's sick that like people are paying attention to what we're going through right now I'm giving yeah yeah, like exactly giving like us a voice to do something about it right now so mental health is like huge for me but like listening to youth is even more important that's something so incredible that I think you're doing this podcast as well like you're getting these voices out of like what other people are doing and realistically dealing with and taking off that like you know that the that curtain over that situation yeah yeah I I love it and I think part of like I have a I have a full-time job too in healthcare which has opened my eyes uh, in, incredibly to just the, you know, the deficits we have in our healthcare system. So like when I saw the work you were doing with mental health, I'm like, this is incredible because a huge light that, you know, we've talked about it with everything going on with COVID, but it continues to just need to be a light that needs to be shown on mental health. Because to your point, like it is the thoughts of suicide. It is the, you know, ADHD and ADD and all of these different things that fall into that mental health category that I think people are like, oh, let's just pick a chunk of this. And and let's just pick, you know what I mean? Like, no, it's not, a it's it's a massive topic that needs to be talked about. And it's cool now because, um, we're seeing like work that's done like insurance companies are actually covering mental health things and things like that. So to the point where we're like, okay, we're progressing a little bit, we're getting a little better, but we're like, we're like, there's still some more work that needs to be done. Um, But I do want to hop into this mental health forum that you're going to when you found out that you made this list of 30 young creators and activists like nuts to begin oh with my gosh. it was it was really like I cried like I remember that like it was the most incredible feeling because I don't even remember where I ended up seeing this application I just like I thought it was I got in some newsletter or something I was like oh for sure I'll like put my information in here and what I really appreciated was like they recognized that my business was in this like growing stage but like I think it was really like the story that they were like um, like the one that I just like, spoke about earlier, like with the ADHD and family classes and like really realizing like why mental health was important to me. Yeah. I think it was that basis that they just kind of um, decided to move forward. And I was like, I just freaked out because I, it had been a minute. I mean, like I had left Amazon it had been like about a year, year and a half, like almost two years at that point. Like I had been 
far from any corporate entity or just even any institution at that point. I'm like, I just want to be like back in the world a little bit. Like I felt it's hard when you like have always like grown up attaching yourself to some sort of institution. And then you like choose to quit cold Turkey and you're like, I don't know when people talk about that, but it's like very jarring. It's like, it, it is definitely something that like, I knew I was getting myself into to an extent, but it's just like, cause I knew I'd be like, all right, like the healthcare, the 401k, all these things, I'm gonna have to figure them out and see what's going to happen there. Like I, I recognize that, but it's like, just like the identity portion of it, where you're just like, I don't know who I am without like, this. I'm, <laughs> I'm at this group with all these people and how do I yeah. fit into this? It's like, right. it's like an, almost like an identity crisis. So you're like, I don't, I would, I would flip if yeah. I, I would have been like, I don't deserve to quite be here. <laughs> yeah, I've had a little bit of that, like, especially like with like UNC and just like that whole journey started to really make me feel like, all right, like, I, I know that I have worked hard for this. And I think that that imposter syndrome takes so much time to erode, you know, but like, it takes time you, you get to it finally. And I was like, I was so thrilled about it. Now I'm finding out like Selena Gomez is going to be there. It's like, it's I, I saw that on your Instagram story. And I'm like, yesterday, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? I was like, Selena Gomez is going to be here. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to freak when I, if you like get a picture with her and you, I'm like, I'm going to fingers crossed. Let's see how it goes. Like she has a new business called uh, Wondermind, I believe. Yeah. And I'm not a hundred percent sure what it does yet, but I know that there's like a newsletter you can subscribe to and she's founded it with like two other wonderful people and like there's something that she's doing in the mental health area and I'm so so grateful that someone with so much influence is coming out and supporting that because it just like the gravity that you know that that sort of like appearance has is so big because you get the eyes going in the in the place that like we're really trying to make some change in and mental health like youth mental health is where the problem yeah so much of the problem just begins and um for the very unfortunately sometimes ends like when people like make these decisions where they feel like they're alone and so making sure that people don't feel alone is a very complex sort of problem to address with one business or one endeavor or one podcast but when we're putting more attention on these things and all these sort of incremental small the podcasts, the conversations, the the consults, the meetings, the community yeah. events, whatever, like yeah. these sort of things do start to ch- like, you know, they, they move the needle a little bit. And that's like that yeah. incremental grassroots level change is yeah. at the end of the day, what I think is the most important. It's yeah. the way we talk to each other, the way we're addressing fears and crisis, the way we're making sure that intersectional advocacy is occurring. Like these sort of things are what is going to be addressed at the White House. And we, yeah. as a group of 30, we've kind of divided ourselves now into uh, five or six groups and we're all each presenting a certain campaign at the White House. So we're going to be, uh, we've been developing them over the past six weeks. We've been having like weekly meetings and just kind of like working with the mentors from MTV's side. And then like, there's about 18 nonprofits like Born This Way or uh, NAMI and just like yeah. all these different, uh, people are coming in and giving us some guidance on how to really create effective campaigns. And we're trying to push some really cool stuff forward. So um, there's going to be some partners there. I'm excited like Spotify, Snapchat, TikTok, et cetera. And they could possibly pick up our campaigns too. So we've just been like kind of hard at work at developing them and trying to make them as, you know, resonant with our youth and our peers as possible. So I've been trying to get as much feedback as I can and like 
doing this with you is like amazing because it's really just like helping to get more of a word out on it. So just yeah, yeah, no, this is, I, this is super. And I'm, I'm so happy that this is like, even if it's the first ever one, I'm so happy that they're just doing it to begin mm -hmm. with, because mm -hmm. it just, even if all six of you get all six campaigns get picked up by somebody like that is more spread yeah. <laughs> than we could possibly imagine and it hits it could hit so many different people which i think would be incredible beginning so. something really beautiful i hope yeah. and we'll see where it all goes and like if there's you know like that's what i think is awesome about this is we can just like sit and chat about mental health and what you feel like what you've seen yeah. and what you know you've done in this space and make these stories known like I yeah. think there's something really cool about like being able to just hear a story right and when you hear a story about just one section of mental health whether it's like oh here's how study abroad affected my autism etc it's so niche it's something so like you know but it seems like not everyone can relate to it but there's a whole section of people that really can and like we need people to address people dealing with mental health and talk about those like small little things and yes we have so many cool mediums now to like narrow down some of that like community so it feels like there's more empathy like tiktok for example like you can yeah. go and like you know get on autism tiktok yeah. and you do tiktok whatever it is but yeah. like at the end of the day if you don't have someone to just tell someday that you're having like hey like i'm having a really bad day i don't know what to do right now like yeah. that feeling of feeling alone is like what i think is just like so yeah. important to kind of get rid of and so what let's see what these campaigns do with I'm yeah, absolutely and i think it's i think it's so funny to the point you were just making at is that we will go and create videos on tiktok and we'll go and put our own struggles out there but sometimes it is the hardest for us to look at our our group like our small groups of people our family members and say hey i'm having a bad day i need like you know what i mean like it yes. is so incredibly hard to do that but yet we'll go tell millions and millions of people on yeah. tiktok or whatever it is and so i think it's so i think it is so fascinating and how do we turn that conversation how do we make it so we do open more avenues for people family members friends close friends whoever it may be to understand like when a situation does happen like that, if someone texts you or calls you and says, Hey, I'm having a bad day. What do you say? What's the proper thing? You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's no proper thing to say, but what's, what's the best way you can help? Kind I, of situation? I see. Exactly. Exactly. Knowing like, how to help a peer in crisis is something that so many people don't know how to do or don't know what yeah. even the next step is. And there are resources out there and there are trainings out there that really aren't that difficult to get yeah. on and learn and I think that even like just being in this forum I've like had the chance to learn from my other peers who are way bigger experts in this sort of area and they're like yeah go on this site and this site and this site and you yeah. can get certified here and do I'm like wow I had no idea that you can do all <laughs> this stuff and so this is the kind of stuff that they like really do need to push forward right like if I can be certified and helping a peer handle a crisis in yeah. some level or to some uh, certain, you know, standard and it's accessible for other people to start learning this stuff. And it's not yeah. like with some sort of like price or something like that. And it's really just out there. Like, why not learn it? Why not be um, mindful of our language and figure out what the right things are to say? Like, cause you're exactly right. Like the point you're yeah. making here is like such a big crux of the problem because yeah. like 
we would rather sometimes tell strangers than the people who are our loved ones who might be, you know, I mean, it makes sense that a loved, our loved ones can intention, intentionally, unintentionally, I don't know, like cause some of the most pain for, for us. And it's, it's okay. Like it's, it's hard when you have someone who has that much access to you to not, you know, like have difficult things happen sometimes, but it's just really like, about making conversations with the people that you love the most and share the most with, like as um, transparent, honest and kind and respectful as possible. Like there are ways to navigate very difficult conversations, but it's hard to do without like both parties being interested in making progress and both parties being interested in like communicating about it in a healthy way. And like, unfortunately it's not a possibility for a lot of people in a lot of families and like I recognize that my particular um campaign with MTV yeah is related to uh this new podcast I'm trying to start off the pedestal and that's where I want to be taking uh yeah like these mental health related conversations and just making them like more positively framed and like making them in a way that is giving people more hope and inspiration and empathy for like feeling more empathy that there is more empathy out there for what they're dealing with because it is really hard when you feel like you're the only one dealing with something and then when you just hear like one two three or four or five people have dealt with it you're like all right I have a tribe out there somewhere yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So it's you, just got, you have people also. there yeah I want to, I want to go to inelegancy and elegancies because we have talked about this a little bit yeah. you relaunched it this year but and kind of brand like brand new website, brand new kind of kickoff of it all. But you've had this going for a little bit of time. What kind you uh, said, okay, we're going to do a little relaunch and we're going to come back with a kind of a fresh perspective. What made you want to do it? How did you come up with this? Thank you for that question. I love that question. I think it's um, such a, such a complex answer. Yeah. Because like what it really um, started with was I think like when I was in my senior year of college, I was like, I already knew that I wanted to start something of my own. And I knew that like, if I was going to do it, I wanted to do it intentionally in my twenties. Cause I was like, this is the time to fail. This is the time to go and like, do what I want to do without like, Absolutely. knowing that there will be more of a safety net for me now being younger than will probably happen like later in my life and you know like you can fail anytime like I'm not I'm not gonna be that person but like I do think that like my mindset with it was like I know the kind of person that I am and I can get very set in my ways and I was like I need to make sure that I'm like open to like having this sort of really dynamic like thing happen to me now and if it does fail which oh man it has hit so many points of failure like I can't even begin to explain but like it just really started from like, I know I want to do something relating to the experience that I just dealt with in college and yeah. how I just got out because like, they're like, I just never felt like I was someone of like, really like above average intelligence or anything. Like, I just felt like I got through it with like, like, I, I just felt like anyone could do college if they really wanted to. Like, I mean, okay, this is like making blanket statements, but like, really what I'm trying to say is like, if you are dealing with a mental health issue um, or if you think that like your intelligence is at this like sort of fixed level, I really think growth mindset is one of the biggest things that came out of my college experience and like pushing that into a business in some way where I can help people really like love and enjoy the work that they're doing and living their life. Like 
really the whole core of what I'm trying to do is more more beauty and more like love and joy in life like however however it's going to be manifesting right I would explain it like 20 different ways to like 20 different people and every time I would like give a sales pitch on like I'm still like figuring out the right way to to talk about it all but it is just one of those things that is kind of like finding its footing and failing as it's going and like being more okay with being vulnerable with like all right y'all are all gonna watch me do this I guess because this is just gonna happen now and so it's cool because like I think I have like a fair amount of um really like really cool people invest in this with me and I I really am just mostly excited about bringing together people who are like these incredible solo creators even if they're not solo like if they're creators who believe in this mission and this cause and like getting together with other people and exchanging services and like getting to like be in this group of creative change makers like that's really the point who like care about mental health and we're not going to sacrifice that and you know the moment you're involved with any of us that like you don't have to worry about Bobby I need to take a mental health day go go take the mental health day you don't need to worry about it you know there's there's certain baselines and foundational guidelines that I there are things I learned from Amazon there are things I learned from Under Armour there's things that I learned from PC like so many different areas of my life that I just kind of like blew up into this business for me and I'm just trying to slowly take it one day at a time and build it up into what it eventually might be which could look completely different from what it does now but at the same time like all I know is like I do want to keep going with this in whatever way shape or form and see what like impact we can really have but it all just really gets down to that like you are not alone and can I say I love the name because it truly (laughs) it speaks to mental health at the part that there is no elegance to mental health like oh, it is messy it is dirty yes. it it like it is the perfect name for something like this so i i applaud you on coming up with something so creative that fits it so perfectly um <laughs> because it, it truly does it was such a strange choice you know it actually like it came out of like a blog I used to say it was like called inelegancies.wordpress.com and if you go there you will not see anything because it has been a private blog for like 10 years it's like it started like in like high school or something and I just like had designed a pretty nice interface and then I would just put all the like jumbled confusing thoughts in my head onto this like gorgeous interface and it would make it look beautiful so it was like like this like these inelegant thoughts started to like look elegant to me and I was like oh my inelegancies whatever and it's just a made-up word it's like five syllables long I was like no one's going to like I thought about it like changing it for so long with my business and my sister was like Bobby I like don't like everyone knows now that it's you it's fine like just keep it this it's just keep so going good. And then other people started to like find more meaning in it than I had previously seen like my friend Lauren she was like Bobby I like your this is like your style like you like a lot of streetwear stuff but you also yeah. have this like sort of like I don't know more of like this graceful yeah. side with your style and then yeah. they both kind of mix that's like in elegancies I'm like yo merch coming up <laughs> someday like it's just it's cool because it, it was just so random and like yeah. I stuck with it very randomly but it just made sense because like what I want to allude to there was like failure is okay failure is yeah. always okay you know like yeah. just keep keep getting stand but stand up eight yeah <laughs> yes absolutely I like completely agree with you on that because why not like why not get a little messy with it all I, I just want to, my last question for you is just what inspires you? And we've kind of hit on this a little bit, but 
like just I really just want to hear from you like what inspires you wow um I think that like the very clear answer to me has to be um people and their stories like when I like meet anyone for the first time like I am just like I have so many questions like it's just all this curiosity that I have I'm like okay what's your star sign what what when were you like what was your life story like where did you how did you get from there to here and everyone has something in them that you don't know about you know or you can learn from and like that I I just feel like that insatiable sort of like curiosity that like I feel like I have about others is what has given me so much inspiration for what I've done because I feel like I've had the chance to listen to so many stories that have just blown my mind like it's like I I feel like I've like learned everything or known everything I'm like proven very very wrong every (laughs) on a daily basis when people will be sharing things with me that I'm like like it's really about the stories for me and the human experience because like what I really want to do is make help make people and processes better but like yeah do that in a way where I start with myself and like when when you start with yourself and you feel like you've gotten at least a little bit like one percent more mastery over that thing like meaning yourself like oh in a day like then you can you know get another percent better tomorrow and like working on that with other people and being with other people who are driven to do the same thing and like push for a better world in whatever sense that they want to make it that way like just pick a way that you care about and like let's do something about it you know like those kinds of people inspire me the most and like I think that like that's something that like I completely see with you and I completely see with so many of these like amazing people that I've already uh started to work with as subscribers and like it's gonna it's it's really cool to just have like my little pocket of the universe where I'm like I know where I'm at I know what I want to be doing and like helping other people reach their goals. I have my friend named Abby, who's out in LA. She's like a queer DJ who's coming out and like really making these like sick, sick mixes. And she's like, I need cover art for this. I need some website designs for this. Let's like, I'm like, let's make your brand pop girl. Like, so that's what it's like. It's just making it like getting to be able to support people who are like from more like underrepresented communities and just being able to uplift that and push that, amplify it to like high quality sort of like stuff is like my dream like I want people to be seen and heard and like getting out there and doing what they want to be doing because at the end of the day that's all we got I guess so just making it making it as happy as possible as we're doing all this stuff because life is too short dude life is too short too too damn short that's for sure I absolutely love that. And Bobby, I can't thank you enough for being here and for like just diving into mental health with me because it is such an incredible thing you're doing. And so if you guys do not follow Bobby already, all of her socials will be linked down below so you can go check her out. You can follow along and see what she's doing at the White House. And I'm so excited to see it. And Bobby, thank you again for coming on here and just sharing with us fully. Um, And you guys, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.